What's up, everybody? I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life, and whatever else comes up. We take a no-bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. go. Go, 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 go. And scene. (laughs) And do it. So, episode 48, Mm -hmm. let's fucking go. Um, What I love about Stephanie and I is that we are real as shit. We first started recording this episode and we were like, wow, this is fucking trash. This is is so bad. This is absolute garbage. Where are you going with it? And then each of us had like shit in our throat, which I we're still probably going to cough. But each of us were like, (laughs) like through the whole thing. Those damn cigs. We sound like just absolute trash. We sound like the sisters from The Simpsons who just sound like they smoke all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And then like, then there was an echo and stuff. I was like, you just want to scrap this? I was like, fuck yes. God, it was awful. It was bad. It was rough. So we reconvened and here we are. Here we are. So something we wanted to talk about today was not a overly um, like researchy DBT backed anything. It's more so of like personal experiences that Mm -hmm. we've had. And we, Steph and I are very much so about like energies, auras, vibes, not that you can really... I mean, it's just like that feeling, right? Like you just yes. feel, you just know, you just sense. So I wanted to ask you, Stephanie, because this episode, let me preface this. That's a better thing for me to do is preface what the fucking episode's about. We want to talk about being mindful about the company that you keep. Mm-hmm. It's extremely important to recognize what you are feeding, air quotes, feeding yourself Uh, If you are surrounding yourself with negativity, negativity begets negativity. If you're surrounding yourself with positivity, positivity begets positivity. It just is what it is. But really what I wanted to start this off with is asking you, Steph, has there ever been a time, and let's kind of go back, let's not start in maybe adulthood, but kind of like teens, younger years, has there ever been a time where somebody's presence, like a friend's presence in your life was so strong that you abandoned maybe goals, thoughts, opinions, because you felt pulled or compelled to kind of like fall in line with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say one of my friends from elementary school, um, my mom wasn't a fan because she was allowed to do literally whatever she wanted. Like her mom didn't give a fuck. And my mm-hmm. house was the polar opposite. So I was like, yeah. I want to be best friends with you. Cause you can do whatever you want. Not yeah. that I could have, but yeah, I found myself just kind of wanting to not follow suit because I wasn't a follower, mm-hmm. but I think I just enjoyed who she was, even if she was bringing me down, like she was mm-hmm. not a nice girl. She mm-hmm. was mean. Um, I'm not saying she turned me into a mean girl. I think bullying turned me into a mean girl when I was younger because I just had to defend myself against everybody else. Um, and I would say in high school, high school changed because I was separated from a lot of those kids that I went to middle school with because they all went to a different high school and I went to a brand new high school. So I didn't really, I knew like one person, two people. And so I, I built up new friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and those girls in my group were, they were pretty solid people that Mm -hmm. were pretty like, like-minded in terms of like being a good student was important and like following the rules was important. You know, I wasn't like trying to hang out with like the quote unquote naughty kids who just wanted to break rules all the time. That was such a, it was a pull for me because it was very different than me. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yes, absolutely. And I'm just going to echo that we had what seems like the same exact experience in grade school, right? Like I was friends with um, a few people, but like one person who was able to do what they wanted to do and um, potentially get away with more than they could mm-hmm. and, and had more than I had. So it felt yes. like this whole brand new whirlwind experience, but in reality, then um, it's fun. It's funny to look back now and see what everything that my mom saw like, because now being a parent and being able to put my shoes in her position, yes. I'm like, holy shit. And I would say that that changed for me in high school when one of my friends was like, well, I, you know, I want to be part of the popular group. I think that you're holding me back. And I was like, okay, like, go. yeah, she literally is straight up. I, I don't, I can't remember if it was in a note or if it was face to face, but I was like, okay, well, I'm not popular and I'm not going to be popular. I don't have money. I'm not great at sports. Like, it's just, those, those are some of the key elements you need to be, to be popular or like gorgeous. And I'm not, I wasn't hating on myself, but like, I just, it's not like I was some drop dead gorgeous person. It just mm-hmm. wasn't it. So I was like, okay, then go be friends with the popular people. So then I made my own like little group of friends. And that friend eventually came back a couple weeks later and was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And I was like, yeah, you shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And we eventually became friends again for a little while. And then I don't know what happened. We just kind of fizzled out. But like, I was, I, that, to me, feels like one of those defining moments where I really set myself up for, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. And I'm not just going to follow because that's what you think is the best option. I'm going to start to listen to my own voice and start to understand what is going to be best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there have been so many moments that I look back on when we were talking about doing this topic that I'm like, so many moments I can pull from in my life where I have potentially abandoned what... I wanted to do or what I liked or what I felt comfortable with because I wanted to either, I mean, I think there's so many avenues, but like either wanted to people please or wanted to fit in or wanted to do these things. And now as an adult, recognizing just how important it is to, to notice what you surround yourself with. And I'm not we wanted the main topic to be friends, right? But I also want to expand this out to like what you're listening to, what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're like, what you are taking in on a daily basis. Those things are cultivating those different um, pathways in your mind of whether we're going towards negativity, going towards neutrality or going towards positivity. Mm -hmm. And please understand, I don't want this podcast episode to be misconstrued as like this, you know, pretentious or fake, you know, toxic positivity of like, it just keeps smiling and everything's gonna be great. You really do have to understand the toll that it takes though, when you're, for example, one of the bigger things that I wanted to talk about, like when you're setting and setting goals for yourself and you're wanting to achieve those goals and you're surrounded by people who really aren't doing much with their life, right? Maybe they're just, and that's a subjective view, right? But like, maybe they're content, you know, they maybe hate their job, but it's like, oh, it's a paycheck or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, well, you know, we want this, but we settled for this and that's okay. Like you start to learn and understand and accept or think that that's okay for your life. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Where like the mundane just becomes the norm. And if that's not what you want for yourself, then you have to be mindful of who 
you're around. Right. I was also thinking when we were talking, my mom and dad used to tell me a lot when I was a kid of like the people that you hang out with and they have reputations, people are going to assume that you're the same way. And I was yeah. like, no, they won't because I'm a different person. Yeah. The right. fuck they do. Yeah, they do. They assume that you are just like your friend group. And if your mm-hmm. friend group is making poor choices, but you're not, people are going to choose what they want to believe. Right. So you can mm-hmm. tell them to so you're blue in the face. I don't actually do that. Whether or not they believe you that's on them. I was also thinking about, I remember when I was working in Milwaukee at the hospital that we used to work at. And when I first got there, like everybody loved me. I was super helpful and whatever. And people continued to love me, but then new coworkers started to come. And one of them was viewed as very negative. And after a while, my boss was like, I feel like since so-and-so came, you have been more negative. And I was like, I don't think so. No, Mm -hmm. I think I'm fine. Not realizing she was having a direct impact on me, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We shared an office. And so if this person was coming in constantly bitching and complaining, then I'm like, yeah, Yeah. you're fucking right. Like, fuck this place, fuck this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm angry. And that was, that took a toll on me, Mm -hmm. not my patients, because I wouldn't allow it to, you know, affect my job. But like, it definitely gave me the outlook of like hating coming to work. And maybe in reality, I hated coming to work because this one over here is fucking bitching every 13 seconds. Yes. yes. Whereas before that I loved coming to work. It's Mm -hmm. things like that, that you don't actually realize until you take a step back and be like, wow, yeah, that's valid as fuck. Absolutely. And when I, when you were just talking about that, I was thinking about all of the times that when we were at the hospital together and working, how there, I mean, God, we experienced quite a few coworkers, right? There was a bit of a turnover and that direct conversation was had with me by one of our bosses saying that, you know, and they pegged, they were like, Steph is a negative person and you have been more negative, blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I'm just thinking this is so broken and backwards at no, like at no part are we bitching about, uh, the job itself. We're discussing the politics and we're not bitching either. We're discussing the politics and we're advocating for ourselves. That's Mm -hmm. the other thing that is so frustrating is like, this is two schools of thought, right? Like be mindful of the people you're surrounding yourself with that negativity spoken out loud compounds itself times seven when said out loud, that is also true. And then also when you're advocating for yourself in this Avenue, be really mindful of knowing, like, it's not your values and morals, but like knowing your stance, Mm -hmm. like in the situation with me at work, like, no, you have that wrong. Mm -hmm. That's it's not, it's not that we're just sitting around being like, we we don't want to work or we hate this or it's too hard. We're discussing the politics at no point was I like, man, I, I hate working with kids or teens or doing these things. Like, did I mention groups made me uncomfortable? Absolutely. I eventually became comfortable with them, but in the beginning I can discuss that and have my teammates then validate back of like, in the beginning, it was hard for us all. That's what that was searching for. Not in the Mm -hmm. sense of like, let's all gang up and be like, Oh, we fucking hate groups. Like that's the whole premise of, of the, the role that we were in. It's not, nobody's advocating for that to be gone. Well, and here's the thing. I was viewed as negative in that particular situation because that particular boss did not like me Correct. because I was an assertive person and I would let you know if something was not right. Correct. And here's the thing that hospital would constantly preach that self-care was so important. And I'm mm-hmm. going to say it right now. They didn't give a fuck about you taking care of yourself. They didn't. Amen. You no. were a number. Yeah, And it didn't matter how good of a fucking employee you were. They always had something negative to say. Mm-hmm. 
you weren't encouraged to, you know what, if you need a break, just please go back to your office. It was like all hands on deck, no matter what, like it, it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And so again, I was talking to you multiple times about my attitude, but it was more so like, well, people are afraid to come and talk to you. Hey, guess what's not my fucking problem that no, talk to them about being more assertive then Mm -hmm. I'm not telling anybody to fuck off when they come to ask me a question, Mm -hmm. but I also need to have a minute where I'm not being asked 72 questions at once because I have my own shit going on. Yes. That, that place while we gained endless amount so of much experience, experience. yes right? and I am so thankful for it that's how I got licensed like that's mm-hmm. where I met you I would never yeah. take that away I would yeah. never take that away because there was very pivotal moments that happened in my life because of that place we were surrounded by so much toxicity and negativity because none of us were taking care of ourselves and yes so we fed off of each other and this secondary trauma that we experienced every mm-hmm. single day we were mm-hmm. like a ball of trauma all the time yes and that's the point that I was gonna that was the point that I wanted to make too of like this this is to me is the biggest example in my life of speaking well besides my marriage speaking sure. out and being like the people that you surround yourself with the people that you are around that you're spending the most time with that is who you are starting to become like mm-hmm. and because we were in such this like trauma whirlwind of of so many things being asked, so many things being expected and, and also no self-care, no validation, mm-hmm. like none of that, that it's how, how was it not going to go that way? How was it not, how were we not going to experience it that way? And the reason I love this example, and I, my hope is that people aren't listening to this and being like, wow, they're really jaded, you know, we bring this example up to be able to now express where we are in life currently versus where we have come from like it was getting to so much so to the point in that situation that I was like am I going to be a therapist the rest of my life am I even gonna do this because that's how much I was questioning it because that's how stuck in this this mindset of like it's too hard it's too this it's too that it's because that's what we were living that's what we were experiencing and then moving out of that into the outpatient therapy world I was like Oh, thank God. It wasn't about the J. It was entirely different, entirely different. And when then, when you're setting the the boundaries and limits and expectations for yourself, not in even pre us starting a business or starting our businesses, even just like, I'm going to set my schedule and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to ask to go on vacation. I'm going to tell you when I'm going on vacation, Mm -hmm. like those empowering moments and, and whatnot start to get you moving, right? Like once you start setting those boundaries and those limits, you start this chain reaction, this domino effect, right? Mm -hmm. And every day you have this choice to choose to continue to show up for you and to do what's best for you. It may not be what you want to do. You need to hear me when I say that. The choice may not be what you want to do. It's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So that is where you need to take a step back and reevaluate. You have a choice every day. Am I showing up for myself and my goals? Or am I taking some sort of different direction? And then, you know, there in the back of your mind, if you're taking this different direction, there is this, um, I don't want to say like self-sabotage, but I think that it starts to build these little cracks, little chips in this foundation. So then this doubt and this concern and this negativity start to seep in. And then we start pulling or asking other people for their opinions, their advice, and then the judgment starts to come. So then we start doubting ourselves even more. And then those small cracks start to be these giant issues in the foundation. Think about too, when even like back in the day, 
not necessarily that we ever talked about having a business, right? But mm-hmm. had we started talking about it with the people that we surrounded ourselves with, I oh would bet God. money that they'd be like, oh, you're never gonna be able to do it. Like there's no I way it's gonna be too hard. You. It's gonna yes. be too hard. There's no way that you can do it. And here's yes. the thing. If that's what people are feeding you, that's what you will start to believe. Yes. Because that's all you're hearing. Yes. As opposed to that one person in your life who's like, dude, I'm so fucking proud of you. I know that you're going to do this because you're a hard worker and it's going to be great. And I'm here for it. And like, that's who you need to be surrounding yourself with. Somebody yeah. who believes in you and who's going to fucking pump you up and be there if something doesn't work out. And that's not just like, see, I fucking told you it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. I told you. Mm-hmm. I told you this was a terrible idea. Yeah. It's hard. It's way harder. Or like, even when you're expressing those moments of like, this is it's kind of difficult. <laughs> told you. Mm-hmm. So what do you do if you don't have somebody in your life? The one person who's like, I knew you could do it. You, I'm so proud of you. Or you have it hyping you up. Then you take a step back and recognize that this is the season in your life where you learn to be alone mm-hmm. and you learn to be okay with being alone. There is, that is one thing that I teach a lot of my clients is learning to understand that you need to be alone and be comfortable with it before we start this journey of entering somebody else into it, whether that's a relationship, a partnership, a friendship, whatever it may be. If you are not content being alone, you will consistently seek other people's validations. And again, those, that's when those judgments come and then you live and die by those judgments. When in reality, those judgments have nothing to do with what you and your goals are, but more so of that person projecting their insecurities onto you. And then you taking it that if we're taking a step back and reevaluating the people in our life, let's do a free writing or a journal entry about the five to 10 main important people in your life and start to reevaluate what has this person brought to me? When has this person been there in a time of need? Where, you know, how has this person showed up for me? How have I been validated by this person? And start to look at who is bringing something to my table. If we're recognizing that people really aren't bringing much to the table or they're taking a lot from the table, we need to reassess and start to set some boundaries. I was and just maybe say, those. <clears throat> sorry, I was just going to say one thing that I've learned as I've gotten older too is, and we've talked about this before. And we, I think it was the PS episode about energy vampires, but like I no longer surround myself with people who are just sucking the life out of me. Like mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. That doesn't make me a bad friend. That doesn't make me a bad person. That makes me a person who has boundaries, who doesn't want to be emotionally exhausted 24 mm-hmm. seven from someone who's not necessarily reciprocating anything back to me. And I, I'm not friends with people to get things from people, but also you're not just going to take from me and think nothing's going to happen. Well, and, but that's what I'm saying. Like when I'm saying bring to your table, I, I know what I'm offering to you as a friend. Mm -hmm. I know how I'm going to show up for you. If I'm not getting that same amount back within reason, obviously, right. People go through ups and downs. So I'm not expecting somebody who maybe got hit hard in some area of their life. Like, well, you can't show up for me. Like uh, it use reason and logic here when I'm saying these things, but like, I know what I'm going to bring to the table. I know how I'm going to show up for you as, as a friend. And I expect some version of that back. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the same exact thing that I do. I'm everybody is different. Everybody shows up in different ways, which is reevaluate that. Mm-hmm. Just because I've known someone for 20, 30 years doesn't mean that I'm going to continue to hang out with you or be with you when it's not adding 
yes. to where I'm at. I mean, I look at, I have reevaluated a lot of friendships in looking at when I started this business and the congratulations or the, the, you know, how can I help or whatever compared to just maybe like, oh, that's cool. Or, oh, that's awesome. There's been a lot of reevaluation, mm-hmm. a lot. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Right. Because if I want to work on my dreams and my goals and these things, I have to be protective of my time, my energy, my peace, my mentality. I'm so glad to, I almost stopped myself. I almost said, I'm going to be selfish with, no, it's not being selfish. It's protective. Mm -hmm. Because you're the only person that can do that. Yes. Yes. So reevaluate these connections in your life. See what is being brought to the table. And that's where, again, what I was going to say, what I was going to add in was that's where boundaries come in. It's, I'm not saying that you need to cut these people out of your life. If you're not ready for that, you're not ready for that. And that is completely okay. Meet yourself where you're at. Maybe it looks like I'm not going to be sharing maybe this bigger goal or dream that I have with them. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not, I, I don't, I don't want somebody else's thought process or opinion to taint maybe this, yeah. it, it like this, this new idea that I have or this, whatever, like, exactly, exactly. Mm-mm. Yes. And that's what we talked about in the goals and like getting shit done episode of like, mm-hmm. it's cool to share goals with people, but like, watch who you share it with. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not being like rude or like, no, whatever. It's just, you're protecting your peace because you have goals and dreams that you want to work on. Nobody else needs to understand it, but you. Exactly. That, like, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows what all of my goals are. Like, I don't even think you know what all of my goals are because they've changed. Like, I don't, sure. that's not something I share with people on a daily basis because it's none of their business. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing this to your guys' attention because we just, it's the beginning of the year. We want to make sure that there is this consistent review of what you are doing in your life who is contributing to it, who is taking away from it. Because when we said that we weren't fucking around with 2022, we're not fucking around. We want to help people evolve into the highest versions of themselves or the best versions at this time that they can have. And that looks like making some of these hard decisions and or setting some of these boundaries. Yep. So you can find step at spookyfitmom13. You can find me at BEA underscore XO 11. We are at rewriting her story podcast on Instagram. That's our Gmail handle as well. And our handle on YouTube. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, let us know if this resonated with you, like share and subscribe. Tell everybody. Tell everyone. (laughs) So again, any suggestions, let us know. We would love, love, love to discuss what you would like us to discuss. So until next time. Bye. Bye.